Hey everyone. That looks great. How you doing? Wonderful game. <coughs> Tremendous win. Sellout crowd. Atmosphere was astonishing, impeccable. It's grand. My first time ever truly experiencing that at the college level. Tremendous to see all the celebs, the what do you call it? What do you call it? What do you call it? Celebs and uh, what do you call the people that played him before? Alumni. Alumni. Thank you. Thank you. I went blank. Alumni coming back. It was uh, tremendous. And seeing the kids take the field at the conclusion of the game was uh, unbelievable. I'm proud. I'm happy to be your coach. I'm proud to coach these young men. <coughs> uh, thank God. All 16 million viewers in the last two games. Tremendous, one of the largest, uh, second most streamed game on Fox in history. Number 10 most watched regular season college football game in Fox history. Pretty darn good to get started. Let's go. Questions, Coach. Um, you. I'm ready. Matt Smith, 104.3 The Fan. Coach, last week the message. Say it again. Last week the message was it's personal. Uh huh. This week, you're also facing a rival, so is the message. It's also personal, or is it more little brother week? Well, God hasn't given me the message yet. When he give it, I promise you guys will be first to know. Go ahead, Monica. Coach. How are you doing? Associated Press. Pleasure. I want to ask you, you were very specific in bringing your coaches here that you knew their mindset. Mm -hmm. But when you also brought them here, you have let them be themselves, giving them their autonomy. Right. How important is that for the success of this program, but also in their interactions with the players and being showing up as well as it has been? Well, when we uh, really looked to them to hire them, we wanted to understand their characteristics, the way they got along with people, the way they connected with the youth and parents as well, the recruiting ability. There's so many components based on hiring a coach nowadays, but all the guys that we have on the staff come from a relationship, a relationship from a relationship, and they are great parents. And that's something that matters to me because it's hard for me to give you the opportunity to lead someone's child when you're not even leading yours. So that that's one of the components that I truly look for. But these young, these coaches are unbelievable, and I don't try to tell them how to do what they do. I may, I may be the navigational system every once in a while, but we brought them here because they were really good at what they do, and I'm proud of them. Hey, Coach uh, Tyler King with the Denver Gazette. Uh, yesterday, doing? Coach Norvell up at CSU was saying how excited he is to be a part of this game, yeah. especially because it's the first time that um, both teams will have a black head coach on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, just curious for you what that, oh. that means. They had a black head coach last year, didn't they? No, for, for both CU and CSU in this, in this round of play to have. They didn't play them last year. We didn't play them last year. No. What about you before that? They didn't play them last year? Oh, thank you. I was like, I thought they did that. My bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, what I hear, I haven't met this gentleman, but I hear he's a good good man. I know he's a great coach. Um, he has those guys playing hard. Um, 
I, I like that. I like that. I'm glad he said that. I, I like that. And just for you, I mean, I'm just curious what it means for you um, each time you do get to face another fellow black head coach on the other sideline. I know this well, is probably the only time this unfortunately, year. Unfortunately, one of the brothers got to lose when you face another black head coach, unfortunately. And you want to see us win. I mean, that's the thing. But uh, besides that, man, it's, it's just tremendous getting this opportunity and allowing the nation to see that we are more than capable of doing a sufficient, sufficient and a great job. So um, I'm, I'm happy he, he pointed that out. And I have the utmost respect for him, truly. Jack. Uh, hey, Coach, uh, Jack Carlo with uh, Buffalo's Wire. Um, we saw a video that came out of practice yesterday of some of your players saying that a lot of the Louis luggage hasn't even seen the field yet. Would you agree with that statement? I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. If they hadn't seen the field yet, that's, that's, not, that's not our fault. <laughs> That's not our fault. Hi, Coach. Adam Mr. Tiger, 24. How are you doing, sports. sir? I'm doing excellent. Hope you are as well. Uh, we saw Van Wells go down late uh -huh. against Nebraska, and the two freshmen came in from. Curious if we can get an update on, on Van. Um, healing, healing. Uh, the thing about it, this is a game, you know, it's next man up. And uh, yeah, I came in and did a great job, and uh, we didn't miss a beat. That's the thing. Well, we've, when, when any of these running backs go out, when those receivers, um, go out. We, the, uh, the defensive line has a tremendous rotation. We're trying to find those two linebackers that we feel are suitable. We uh, have rotations in some of the dime packages and the nickel packages as well. So we have uh, the depth that we need. We could always use more, but I feel like uh, we, we're okay at that position. We're okay. But hopefully uh, uh, Ben gets better soon. Ariel Arsudo. How you doing, Ariel? Doing very well, living the dream. Um, so yesterday, Coach Norvell, first of all, was talking endlessly about Shador and his success. Uh, but he also told a story that when you first got your job at Jackson State, that you reached out and asked about the air raid offense to try to get right. the best of Shador. Do you recall that? Yeah. And, and can you kind of I, I call? I call several, several persons. Uh, honestly, I think my initial call. I'm going blank. My initial call was to was it Leach, Coach Leach? Mike Leach. Thank you, thank you. Was to Coach Leach. That's why I was trying to grasp his name. Coach Leach. God bless him. Arrested. That's who I called initially because he's the he's it. He's it. So that's pretty much uh, how we did it. And I interviewed several persons, and that's how I met Brett. <coughs> through through that, but definitely because I knew we had a stout defense led by Dennis Thurman and we wanted to put up more points. So I wanted to know the intricate details of that offense. Hey Coach, Brian Alvin. How you doing, sir? I want to ask you about Travis J and Brandon Gant, a couple of your Florida State transfers. that looks like they're just now getting back. How close are they to getting on the field and what do they add when they are healthy? I don't think they're close. I don't know what they had. I got to see them. I got to see how they work and, 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 and how they fit in and do they know the scheme. But they're tremendous. They have tremendous attitudes, um, which is really positive. They tr have tremendous work ethics. So I, I really like what I've seen thus far, but I can't wait to see them on the field. I feel like they're, they're a little bit away from really playing and, and starting the game. Hi, Coach. Rylan Scholes with Ralphie Report. You've had four players in the first two weeks get Pac-12 Player of the Week honors. 
how does it feel that your players are getting the recognition they deserve from well, the conference? That's the goal. That's the that's the aim. I mean, we want them to get even more accolades. I mean, that's they don't play for accolades. They play to be dominant, and they play to go to the next level and come here and get a solid edu education. But when they're noticed and when they're highlighted, that's that's tremendous. That's a tremendous plus for this program. Coach Jimmy Sirpas, 247 Sports. Shador was hit quite often last week. What needs to change on that offensive line to keep him in the game? That has a lot to do with a multitude of things. It's not just the line. It, it could be what we called on that particular play. It could be if the receiver ran the right route. It could be checkoffs. It could be a multitude of things. So you never really know what's going on throughout a play because we had several busts during the games. We had several things that, that didn't go as it should have, even before the snap of the ball. I mean, count the, the protection, make sure the right protection was a sick signal and, and so forth. But we hope to get the ball out of his hands a little quicker so he can protect himself. <coughs> oh, what's wrong with me? Hey, Coach, I'm Associated Press. You opened this up with the numbers and the celebrities who showed up, the alumni, and all the great things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Colorado's the center of the football universe right now. Do you take time to just soak it in and enjoy the moment a little bit? No, nah, not really. I don't have time to enjoy the moment. Uh, yeah. Santa don't have time. You know, he got to deliver the gifts. He ain't got time to enjoy his cookies. Okay, <laughs> that's all he gets. I ain't got time for that. I got to keep it going. I got to keep this machine going and uh, make sure we stay on the right path and make sure we're locked in and we're focused on the right things, make sure we're practicing adequately, make sure we're giving it our all, making sure we're making the right adjustments and doing the playing the proper personnel. So it's a lot, it's, it's a lot driving this train. It's not easy. Coach, we saw Juwan Mitchell get the chance to start yes. this, this past weekend. Yes. I know he's only been here for a couple of weeks. What has allowed him to quickly integrate himself with his defense? He's really an intelligent player. He really knows the game of football. Not only that, he's instinctive. He, he's way more instinctive than the other linebackers. Um, he's very physical, and uh, his aptitude for the game, like he knows football. That's the main thing. Getting in here that quickly and learning the scheme is phenomenal. But he loves the darn game. Sean, go ahead. Coach Sean Keeler at the Denver Post. Um, Shiloh visited Colorado State, didn't he? 2018, yeah. well, he, Shador with it. He and Shador. What, yes. what do you tell you about there? And I understand they might have reached out to people uh, from your camp a couple years ago uh, about going up there as well. What do you know about Colorado State? I don't know much. I mean, uh, I think, was it Coach Bobo? Mm -hmm. He was, uh, we had a relationship and he recruited my son. So that was, uh, I know they had a good time. They really did. I think they got in an argument on the trip. I know they called me that night fighting with each other, I, probably about the room, trying to bring a girl to the room, something stupid like that. I promise you, another one probably didn't want to leave. That probably was it. I think that was it, matter of fact. But uh, they uh, they enjoyed the trip tremendously, but I think they enjoyed it here much better. Coach, you brought up the other day about how your attractability right now with offensive and defensive line isn't what it is with uh, DBs, as you recruit kind of during the season, mm -hmm. put that plan out. What is your focus and how do you change that? Um, it's already changed. I say that so you can highlight it, so you can print it and run with it, and you did just what I wanted you to do, so thank you. I appreciate it. 
So, I mean, obviously, when you have a coach to play defensive back, your tractability is skill position. So, um, we don't have a tremendous problem getting those bigs. I think we have a tremendous rotation of bigs right now, offense and defensive line. Um, you haven't seen the offensive line as of yet because the, the solid five has been in there, but now we have a six going in the center. But uh, trust me, those guys are uh, are, are coming. They're, they're coming. Um, we had we, we're receiving so many calls at this point right now. It's it's absurd. Um, uh, just inquiring about what we do and how we do what we do in uh, visitation, desiring to come on a unofficial or official visit. So I'm I'm, I'm liking where we are right now. I'm truly liking that. Hey, what's up, Coach Jake Schwann? How you doing? Doing great, sir. How are you? Excellent. Um, you showed this at Jackson. You guys only went for a fourth down once last week, but where does that kind of tendency, that aggressive tendency, to go on for a fourth down? That's that's just believing in uh, the team, it's believing in the staff, is believing in and uh, understanding the flow of the game and the different possibilities of the game. A lot of things that you see that we may go for it, we've already rehearsed that in practice. We've already gone over that situation several times during the week because we had an inclination that we may be at fourth and two or, or, or third and three, you know, in that particular yard line where it's kind of risky for a field goal and too close to punt. And your defense is playing well, so you might as well give it a shot. But we go over those situations in practice. Hey, Coach, Nick Rothschild, number seven. How you doing, sir? Good, good, thank you. Um, love the video with you and Peggy in the locker room after mm -hmm. the game, and you said you're proud to be the head coach here in Boulder. Mm -hmm. um, considering all that, do you get a sense for what the Rocky Mountain Showdown means to the state of Colorado and, and how important it is for, for not only the alumni and the people in the state, but the kids, the high school kids coming up watching? Um, you got to give me one at a time. Now, you just got me all hyped up about the Nebraska thing. You just bombarded me about that, right? That's tradition. That was tremendous tradition. Now you want me to understand about the Rocky Mountain Showdown. So you got to give me some, some, some verbiage or some, you know, some literature on something, you know, just to brief me. But trust me, um, this, is, this isn't my first rodeo when it comes to that. I, I, I think the Falcons and the Saints were quite a showdown as well as playing against the 49ers as well as the Cowboys 49ers I keep going Cowboys Philly you know Cowboys whoever was always during showdown uh, baseball as well so it's always some type of adversity that you have against uh, someone in close proximity of you yeah I had two divorces which was a heck of a showdown too <laughs> so don't tell me about a showdown <laughs> heck of a showdown <laughs> Yes, just wanted to ask you about Arden Walker, a local kid, transferred up from Missouri. Can you talk about how his game is elevated uh, since he's back in Colorado? Well, he 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 was he was that guy. We're we're lucky to have him. We're lucky that uh, he's truly contributing for us. He can play plays with a lot of energy, but just a great overall young man. And I'm proud of the man he is on and off the field. I truly am. About the protection again, it did seem like you know, a lot of those sacks happened. You know, Shadur was telling us after the game that it took him a little bit to settle in. A right. lot of those sacks were happening then. Did it feel like once he settled in, that protection got better? And then maybe it's just a matter of if you guys can settle See, the in thing better. about when something happens, you don't really know what's going on. You just see the, the TV cut and he's getting sacked. You don't know who missed the block. You don't know who ran the wrong route. You don't know if he missed the read. You, 
you never know what happens on those type of plays. So you would have to go over each play one by one so you could understand what transpired on those plays. I just learned not to really get emotional with him about it because when I watch the film, then I see what really transpired. So I don't really get upset with him. But I know for a fact he's not one to hold the ball. He's, he's not one. He, he pre-snap reads are excellent, and he knows where he's going with the ball normally. So when something happens and he's getting sacked, something tremendous was supposed to happen that didn't go the way we wanted it to go. I trust him, hopefully. Hey, Coach McMillan, Fox 31. My man. How you doing? 2-0, uh, and, and obviously the first two wins, you guys win in different manners, but it feels like the mentality of the team is not being satisfied That's right. and trying to continue to build. So going into the game against Colorado State, what is it going to take to be able to be dominant in all three phases of the game for all 16? We wanted to get out to a great start of practice today. We cut practice down a little bit, but we wanted the full speed and the tremendous tempo, which we got out of the guys. Um, we got to get started. Oftentimes, coaches, teams, they wait till Saturday to get started. You get started today. You get started <coughs> on the Sky Report this morning. You get started when you touch that field, when you snap on that chin strap. And having a good start translates to a good start on Saturday, and that's what we need. Um, we, we want to exceed expectation. If expectation is to win, we may understand that. Let's exceed that. Whatever the expectation is, let's exceed that. Individually and uh, combined as a team. Uh, we're winning, but we're not playing our best football. That's a tremendous sign, and we can't wait to build off that. We, we want to show you a game that we put it together offensively, defensively, as well as special teams. We want to show our fan base that game. And that's what we're chasing. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Nick Edwards, CU Sports Report. Um, Matt Rule had comments after Shador mentioned that he was disrespected by the team. He said, I've never disrespected an opponent a day in my life. I never will. What, do you have any response to, response no, to that? Not really. Um, that was unfortunate. I didn't even know anything about it. They said they were praying in the middle of the field, so it's cool with me. I mean, I'm happy. That's, that's what they were doing. Um, Amen. I'm for that. I'm all for that. Let's turn the page. Let's get on the Colorado State. That's over. What are your last question? And in, in the fact that you're turning the page, you also seem very kind of like subdued, very cool, calm, collected right yeah. now. Um, what is that that mentality that you have right now? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a consistency of, of, of who I am. And I rock steady. You know, I, I get a little feisty and a little hype, and I start changing uh as the days grow on to the game, you know, I get more determined and focused and locked in. But right now I have a trust and I have a belief that, that we're going to do what we need to do. I have that, and uh, that translates to our young men that's in that locker room as well as our coaches. Not only the young men are watching me, the coaches are too. They're watching how I move. You know, a multitude of them have been with me, so they know this. Uh, but some of the new coaches, they, they got to understand we have a consistency in everything we do. From the way we act, from the way we talk, from the way we walk, from the way we go about our business, we have a consistency and we want to translate that into the young men in that locker room. We, that's what we're searching for. That's what all of us are searching for, isn't it? Consistency. Not only from ourselves, but from the people we choose to befriend and love. Good coach. That was it? Yeah, that was it. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Thanks, coach. Thanks, coach. How you doing? Good. Good.
How everybody doing? Sitting there. Xavier Weaver, the first CU player to ever have 100 yards in his first two games as a buff. Jake Cole. What's up, Zay? Jake Chorns, DMVR. You've been playing college football for a long time. What's it feel like to finally have the success this year? Uh, it's, it's unexplainable. It feels good. You know, um, I can't really explain the feeling, but just all the hard work coming together and finally showing on the big stage, it feels good. It's a blessing. Hey, Xavier. Tyler King with the Denver Gazette. Um, as you turn on the film from Colorado State's first game against Washington State, it seemed like um, their, their defense struggled, you know, stopping the pass. Their Washington State was able to throw for a good amount of yards. Do you guys see as, as an offense here that you're able to maybe replicate what you guys did in week one against TCU? Yeah, you know, we just we just got to keep on stacking days and, and getting better in practice so that we can come out with a fast start. Not like how we came out last week versus Nebraska. You know, we want to come out fast, score on the first drive, score on almost every drive. So we just got to come out and execute our plays and the game plan that coach give us, and we'll be smooth. Big Miller, Fox 31. Can you talk about the unselfish mentality that is in the wide receiver room and how that translates to the relationship that you guys have with Shavorks? It seems like it doesn't matter who's having the big game. You guys are happy for each other and cheering for each other. Definitely, definitely, because we know the top playmakers we got in the room. We know that everybody could do uh, the same thing pretty much. We could all do a lot. So one day, like Shador told us, one day it might be a game, one day it might not. You know, uh, certain defense give us certain looks. Maybe maybe the uh, the scheme for this week might be the safeties. Maybe it might be the corners that's not as, as good. So we want to attack certain people on defense. So you, you never know when it's going to be your game. Xavier Adam, let's retire from 24-7 sports. From your vantage point and as you guys watch film, what are the areas you feel this offense can still get quite a bit better at? Well, I say a lot of things. You know, we, we practice in the run a lot. We got to establish that run, establish line of scrimmage. Um, our old line is doing a real good job at that. Um, we also got to practice more our deep balls. I say we got to practice a lot of things. You know, we're not nowhere near our potential and our standards, so it's a lot more coming. Is Adrian uh, Packram so she impressed? Um, when you came here, you knew that with Dion and everything like that, it could be crazy. But, you know, you have ESPN Game Day and Fox here and you have all the celebrities showing up. I guess what's it been like is just to see all the like the hoopla and just you know Colorado being the center of the college universe right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. You know, um, I've been I've been training and practicing for for moments like these pretty much my whole life, and now that we on the stage that that I want to be on, it's starting to come to light, and it's a blessing, like I could say. Is it? Have you ever sports report? You know, you said that this offense can reach certain potentials, but it seems like you're playing your best ball right now. Do you feel like there's any room for improvement, or do you feel like you're playing the best of the best right now? Definitely. There's always room for improvement. I feel like I, I still can go out there and get 200. A lot of us think we can go out there and still get 200. So there's definitely some, some improvement still left in my game and, and everybody's game in the receiving room. I say everybody's game in, on the team. Nobody's played up to the standard yet. So, like I said, there's still a lot more to come. I just want to talk about the pregame vibe. It seems like when you guys come out, you guys are ready to go already. It's like a party on the field. You guys are always lit. Can you talk about how that goes into how you perform during the game? For sure. Uh, you you got to come out with some type of juice, some type of energy. You come out flat, you're going to play flat. So I feel like we always got to come out um, with that type of edge on our shoulder. You know, everybody's coming out looking at us. Regardless if we coming out for warm-ups, we coming out for the game, everybody want to see some we got cameras on us 24/7, so we got to come out with that type of energy, or else we're gonna play flat. Is hey, Nick Rothschild, Denver Seven? Um, how are you, by the way? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, thank you. Um, 
I was wondering, since you played with plenty of quarterbacks throughout your career, if you could just explain it to maybe someone who, you know, isn't breaking down film, what makes Shador Sanders such a great quarterback? Uh, I say ball placement, um, his leadership, uh, his attention to details. Like coming out, coming out your break, you better know that ball is coming. Uh, scrambling, you better scramble because he's gonna scramble. The play is never dead when you think it's dead. So it's just just the little things he does and how he carries himself as a person, as as a leader, is is uh is different. It's different. Hi, Ariel Rosudo, Nine News. Uh, both coaches now have talked about the fact that this is the first time that two black head coaches will face off in this Rocky Mountain Showdown. I just wanted to know, as a, as a black player, is is it important to see yourself reflected in your head coach? Definitely, definitely. Um, like you said, seeing myself reflected as as the man that's taking out the battle and, and we going out to play for, is 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 great. You know, we got all these cameras around all the time, so them seeing them seeing us, they see him, and them, them seeing him, they see us. So it's, it's definitely a blessing. Xavier, Brian Helms with David Cameron. Uh, you mentioned all the the hype that's around you guys. A lot of teams might buckle under some of that, but you guys don't seem to be phased by that. What is it about the makeup of this team that you guys? Definitely. I say because we know what we got in the room. We know what we got on the team. You know, um, maybe the people the outside looking in only see YouTube videos or stuff like that. They don't know what we got. So I say that's really what it is. We know what we got and pretty much people don't. We saw TO warming up with you guys, getting getting ready for the matchup. Obviously Michael Irvin has been here consistently. As a wide receiver, what does it mean to be able to have these Hall of Fame wide receivers here on campus giving you guys advice and what have you taken from these guys? That's that's self explanatory, you know. You got them type of guys in your room and, and you got them type of guys on your back, um, helping you out every day, just looking up to them, critiquing you on certain little things, you know, you could just you feel like you messed up, go talk to one of the greats, you know, so it just, it's just amazing just to have them in our room, being able to, and they all been level-headed, down-to-earth people. You think like, oh, he in all the fame, he ain't really going, he think he better than you. Nah, he just like us, and you know, he, he coming to teach us, coach us up and stuff like that. You can ask me any question you want. So it's a blessing. Give me a across 247 Sports. TCU, y'all were underdogs. Nebraska, y'all were, the game was supposed to be close. This game we're supposed to win by a lot. So what does that change, that change your mentality at all? Not at all. Not at all. We just still got to come out strong, come out fast. We can't come out flat. Can't take no team for granted. You know, we, every game we're going to have a big target on our back, no matter who we play. So it could be it could be Alabama we got to play. We got to come out strong. It could be, you know, whoever y'all want to say, but we got to come out strong regardless because this everybody's Super Bowl. When they play CU, they want to get this done because they know the stage that they're going to be on as well. Hey, Xavier. Jack Harlow with that Buffalo's Wire. Um, on your biggest run on Saturday, you had several offensive linemen kind of out there with you, kind of paving the way. Just wondering if you can kind of talk to that, talk about that group and what's it like, you know, having those guys out in front kind of paving the way for you. Now the O line is special. Um, you know, we we as a team we're hard on the O line because we can only go as far as they can go. So we're really hard on them, but they prove a lot every week. Um, you know, every week somebody from the other team talks about how that's our weakest link of the team, but. Day in and day out, they prove they prove everybody wrong. They prove us wrong. They prove the coaches wrong. So we 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 bank on them a lot, and they just leading the way. Congrats to them boys. Xavier, Matt Smith, 104.3 The Fan. Prime said to us after the game on Saturday that he thinks there's about 80% belief in that room, belief of what you can do. Would you agree with that assessment? And what do you think it takes to get to 100% belief? Yeah, I, I think I think um you know 
we 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 only been a team for a couple months, so it's it's, it's still kind of hard for some people to believe that the things that we are doing in such a little time. So just like the outside people looking in, they I know it's still people out there that don't believe. They think a lot of this stuff is lucky, or a lot of this stuff is a fluke. So I, I I definitely believe we got some people on the team that probably don't believe, but I know it's coming along. I know they believe it now. Two more, go ahead, Ariel. Xavier, it's probably hard to kind of get up for two rivalry games in a row, but what have you heard about this specific one, the Rocky Mountain Showdown, and, and how are you guys all kind of getting ready for this specific one? Um, I haven't really heard too much about it. I just know this is an in-state rivalry, um, and they're just the next opponent. So, like I said, we just got to go out there and play and dominate. Is there, is there any adjustment to You guys play at 10 a.m. the last couple weeks. I have to play at 8 p.m. Is there any adjustment? You guys haven't played late at night? You're just playing football. It might just be a little darker. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I thought you would say. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, Zane. Appreciate y'all. Yo, y'all have a good day.